0: The following is an exclusive presentation of News Radio KMAN, your home for K State Athletics. It's game time. This is the game on News Radio KMAN.
1: Well, Gray, we're off to a great start. Troy has broke the mic.
0: Oh, my God. Uh, so, I, I love how Mike stands. So Occasionally, come unscrewed.
1: Well, it's funny. I know why that's yes, exactly. the way it is. So you the it. actual microphone came off the uh, the metal stand.
2: What during in focus?
1: No, this was when the one of his guests when Jo and DJ Johnson and uh, Clint Stewart were in studio.
0: That was cool. The worst is when you have an arm like we have right here, and it yeah. will come off. Well, I've literally had that happen on air.
1: So Jo. Was using your microphone, Troy. Yeah. And he's so tall that we tried to crank it up as high as we could, and it was cranked up so high, it came apart.
2: Oh my God. He's like, I'm used
1: to it. And we just didn't, yeah, you he's know. He's
2: like, I'm used to this. And so I go to make a move with it here, and <laughs> boom, it was rigged. I thought we were going to have to get after people's BP oil spill, man. <laughs> he's been, no, he's been no, running no. in focus all. Okay, I don't cheeky. know. I don't want this making a
1: weird yep. sound when you plug it in, so I'm yep. going to turn off your mic. Plug back in, ready to go. All right, no. get your mic set. There we go. No, I'm not I'm back on yet. Don't want too much feedback and noise. Yeah,
0: yeah. All, All right, right. Back there on. we are.
1: Welcome to the game. It's a Friday edition. And we're playing Who Wants to Be a Millionaire to celebrate 3 million listens on the podcast wow. at 510. Wow. DG will be our contestant, and then afterwards, our other two gentlemen, co-hosts, get a chance to win a little bit of cash. We'll break down more of those rules, of course, when we get to the 5 o'clock hour, Mitch Fort Detroit covered out David G and Travion Berkland. DG is on another show as well. As a matter of fact, he's on multiple shows, the K Rock Morning Show, but also has a new podcast called Getting Sidetracked. Uh-huh. And I've listened to every episode. You guys are great. Really? I have.
2: Wow, thank you.
1: And I, I, my favorite episode was Woodstock '99. <laughs> well, actually, just break down. Give us the breakdown of what. Your podcast is about.
2: So we've got a good buddy of mine, Dustin, and uh, uh, another good buddy of mine, and former co-host of the K Rock Warning Show, Dan Halen. We just kind of kick it. We sit around and talk. Um, we pick a we pick a subject to talk about, but we end up like the show is named, like just getting completely sidetracked. We never stay on. <laughs> uh, the first one was insects as biological weapons. Um, and I learned a lot. I actually That's learned a
1: lot. I've learned quite a bit yeah. from listening.
2: It's crazy yeah. how much like info there is especially about insects as weapons, man. It was nuts. Like there's a guy in World War II that he like he like grew gnats and he would get them diseased and then he was he wanted to put them in clay pots and then drop them on opposing armies. And it was like they you know they were like he was a Japanese guy. And they're like, oh, that's great, uh, because the other guys have automatic weapons. <laughs> okay, Can you please think of something that has a bullet or shoots fire or something? Uh, yeah, but that the podcast is going really well, and I'm having a lot of fun. A ton of fun.
1: I, I specifically brought the Woodstock 99 episode. I thought that was fantastic. Even though I already knew most of the story, yeah. it's just such an interesting and chaotic story. As a matter of fact, to me, it's, I, I think it might be the most intriguing story I think I've ever heard in our nation's history. It's crazy. To be honest with you because it's crazy. just so wild. Yes. All of the things that went down that led to the complete chaos at the end with uh, the multiple fires mm. and, and red hot chili peppers getting everybody fired up with the, you know... Um, covering uh what, what jimmy hendrix fire yeah fire. Like they played yeah, fire yeah and uh supposed to be a candlelight vigil and it was not Ugh. but also you guys were just like breaking down the days and mentioning all the bands that were on that show <laughs> yeah. and one of them just happened to uh drop some pretty interesting news earlier today really this might be the most guilty pleasure band out there for me because earlier today, they put on, on their official Twitter account a major teaser. Oh, boy. And it's like 15 seconds of a song and old band photos. And then it's a Are You Ready? And then the date, 7 So in five days, they're most likely getting ready to announce a reunion tour. As a matter of fact, I, I went to their website, and it's named... Let's go back to the summer of '99, and this is a band that performed at Woodstock '99. Mo, they have not been back together. <laughs> Oleander, <Only in> <laughs> Spitfire. I think you guys brought yeah, that band up multiple crushed times. crushed them. Yeah. It is none other than Creed. No, it way. sounds like for the first time in 11 years, they are getting back together to go on a major tour.
0: Oh boy. Oh. And I was and I was listening to the other day, and they got to talking baseball, and they went with Scott Stapp's song. <laughs> Higher? <laughs> no, the baseball when he did.
1: Oh, for the for the uh,
0: Marlins. Yes, yeah. that was, Oh, I don't think that'll be a part of the set. And, and they rolled it like twice in in behind. I'm like, no, no, well, dude, no. Uh, there's a couple, like there's a couple Creed songs.
2: Oh, I man, I you know. I don't you know. think you can go wrong with higher. With arms
1: wide open was a number one song. It
2: was a number one song. I just I, I heard that so much. I heard it so
1: many times. Uh, but torn. Oh yeah. Peace is what to tell you. Oh, I love that. I also, song. my my first Creed song that I really liked was called What If. It was a heavier yeah, what song, if. and Scott Scott Stapp really came in with a heavy chorus. And yeah, how, how does Travion feel about the band Creed? They stink. Oh. <laughs> gen z what are you gonna do yeah uh, and nickelback <laughs> travion is more the big 12s target audience not Creed.
2: <laughs>
0: going to Lollapalooza here in three weeks by the way
1: hey and who's headlining
0: that again uh kendrick lamar the 1975 red hot chili peppers billy eilish lana del rey some korean boy band i can't remember the name of BTS. Non-BTS. Not BTS. It's, a, it's like Together X something. I if don't know. it was BTS, it, like... Jungkook's got a concert in New York coming up. Who? From BTS.
2: Oh. My wife loves those guys, man. I hate BTS, them.
0: BTS, I don't know anything about them. I don't know a single song. 30
2: of them. There's 30 people on the stage. <laughs> I go, is this, is this Wu-Tang Clan? <laughs> what, what is happening here, man? It's Minuto for the new age. Absolutely, man. It's like... It's all the years of Menudo on the stage at the same time. I swear, there's like 16 people in the band. I, I'm like, what? What is this?
0: I have like a couple friends that are going to be so angry at me for saying that.
2: <laughs> Why, they Menudo fans? No, they're, they're, they're BTS fans uh, like your wife is. Oh, she loves them.
1: <laughs> Red Hot Chili Peppers. I hope the weather's nice or else they might start. A riot, like they did in 99.
2: Dude, and you know... they don't listen. Anthony Kiedis, man, he was like, they're not going to listen to us anyway, and then went out and played Fire. I I mean, (laughs) the irresponsibility of that was just nuts, but really that whole... And it's called Getting Sidetracked. Find it on Spotify and iTunes. Um, The whole irresponsibility of basically everyone involved was insane. It was insane. It was really... Everybody had a hand.
0: What a, in. what a shocker! Anthony Kiedis being irresponsible. <gasps> Color me shocked. It's not only him, but the
2: officials, like the Woodstock oh, yeah. officials, were the, the guy that helped like start Woodstock, the original Woodstock. They're talking to him in his big house. You know, he's got yeah. this massive mansion, and he's like. Hmm. I don't know. I think it went relatively well, and it's just like, dude, you are a punk, for his man. pockets. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely.
0: Have you seen you, you knowing the Chili Peppers? Have you seen the Abbey Road EP? No cover that they had. It's the four of them walking across Abbey Road like the Beatles, naked, naked, and with socks on. Yeah. <clears throat> socks on certain parts. Those
1: guys Will love being...
0: perform naked. At yeah. Well, in this case, they were wearing socks over the critical parts. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I had that as a poster at one time. My wife was not happy. <laughs> Did you have she, it up in the house? She, she, <laughs> she married into that. She married into that. Why do you have this? Because so you're probably thinking. Well, but also this was you know just after college, so. It worked well with the Jolt Cola poster and the John Lennon poster. Thank you.
1: (laughs) Got a theme going, obviously.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's just the Red Hot Chili Peppers love being naked more than, like, like, a little kid. Anthony
1: Kiedis is wild. Like, he seems like that guy, like, you'd rather be his friend than enemy because I think he would fight anybody. (laughs) (laughs) He's got that whirly wild wild kind of, like, thing. Yeah, he does. Well, he is known for, like like weirdly being athletic, like as a grappler, yeah. like yeah. as a wrestler. Uh-huh. And I don't know if he has ever had a background in doing stuff like that, but he's always like, you down, you want to go, I'll grapple you anytime." It's like he, he challenges people.
2: Him and like Iggy Pop always seemed like he would give you a pretty good scrap too, you know, because he's like kind of like, he's smaller, but he's like that, like he's fit, you know, and he just looks like um, he'd be one of those kids that could you could beat him up, but he would just never stop coming after you and he, after a while he's like alright he right. can
1: dodge a few hands absolutely I'm sure he can really move in the ring <laughs> for sure That's I don't know about footwork but he can
2: <laughs> dip dodge dip dodge dive dip and dodge. something like that <laughs> yeah he is
1: there it is what are you showing oh the picture <laughs> i'd never seen that before That's, i me either I, I thought i've seen it all it doesn't look real actually no it is it looks painted from a distance it's like the grand canyon
0: <laughs> it looks painted it's a bad it doesn't scan look real it's a bad scan
1: uh, well what do you say let's take our first break um when we come back uh, man marquis noel really took some heat yesterday for a missed three-pointer, oh and he, he had done something with, I mean, we've, we've seen him do many times. There was just one slight mistake, Oof. and the basketball, the NBA fans let him have it yesterday. Yikes. I felt bad for him, but we got to compare his mistake to somebody else's mistake when we come back. In 45 minutes, DG will officially be in the hot seat as we play... Who wants to be a millionaire to celebrate three million listens on our podcast? Hey
2: Dude, we haven't settled any this thing yet. What is, do you need to settle? Is Creed, is it Scott Stapp and Mark Tremonti and then the other guy? Other guy, nice. Yes, you're right. Yes. It's, it's it, it okay. is. Yeah. It's it's Creed. It's it's original Creed lineup. It is
1: well let me uh Well,
2: what the 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 Creed that we know lineup.
1: Well, you mentioned the two guys we, well, most people know. Yeah.
2: And then the Scott Stapp. Yeah.
1: A few know Mark Tremonti, and more people should actually know Mark, Mark Tremonti because he's probably the most talented guy in the group. He's yeah. the guitar player for Creed, but also plays guitar for Alter Bridge, mm-hmm. and he's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, he is also in the photo. Hmm. I don't know who the other two guys are. Um, you
2: don't need to. Yeah. <laughs> They're probably AI generated.
1: Brian Marshall,
2: yeah, right. and Scott Phillips. Scott Phillips is the other guy. He um, he looks like a guy that you went to school with or something. <laughs> he just has that. Honestly,
1: look. he looks like you if you had long hair and tattoos. <laughs> no way, really? I think so. He kind of have the similar face going on. Okay,
2: I thought the other guy I was thinking of has like a goatee.
1: He does. He's got a full beard, like you do. Oh,
2: yeah, this guy. This guy looks like my buddy Joe Eckert. <laughs> this other guy.
1: Well, he's the drummer for Ultra Bridge as uh-huh, well. So uh-huh. he and Mark Tremonti kind of jumped ship once Creed decided to call it, a, you know, a day in 2012.
2: I mean, did they? Or were they like, we're just going to slowly know back away into the like the Homer Simpson meme where he just well, I think backs into the bush? Nick- Nickelback
1: took our spot.
0: We're out. Yeah, bye. Well, I think
1: Scott Stapp had some demons. Oh, yeah. Like some addictions, you oh, know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So had to get, and I almost booked him for this show once upon a time. And then the day before, it's like, well, he's got to do some travel and he can do it. I'm like, God. Sterner. dude he big league
2: does Oh man. I this almost is... had him.
1: Almost had him. I was surprised like when when you try to book somebody like that and then the next day like their publicist like actually gets back to you like oh yeah, mm-hmm. I think he can do this. What? Whoa, really? Whoa! What how did how what was your
2: hook for him? Were you just like I just want to interview
1: him. Well, all I did was I was like I want to surprise my co-host with and I I said in the interview or the uh, email that this is his favorite singer. And I really want to do a big surprise with for this, oh. and that's all I said. I, I was honest about it. It's because this would have been a surprise. Yeah. And then they're like a day later, like, yeah, actually, I think he can make that work. I'm like, that's fantastic, awesome. <laughs> this would be That'd be the best birthday present ever for this guy. Yeah. If you can interview <laughs> Scott Stapp, which is not his favorite singer, it's most likely Kanye West or whatever. Right. But And then the day before, it's like, well, he's actually got to be traveling somewhere, so we just can't make it happen. Well, shucks.
2: And it's like, dude, just call me on the cell phone, man. Have you ever heard of a cell phone before? He's traveling? What, is he rowing a boat? (laughs) <laughs> Come yeah, on. He can talk on the phone.
1: <laughs> can you not talk to us in the terminal? We can no. record this thing. I told oh, John, as I even, so I told John like right before that email came in that they had to cancel that Oof. I got Scott Stapp. Because I wanted him to, if he's going to do an interview, I want him to actually be, be prepared, prepared for yeah. it. But it was going to be an on air. Guess what, John? Scott Stapp is on the line. And then he could do, oh, Scott Stapp. Like he'd just be actually surprised <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> And it didn't work out. That was a pretty I was so su- bummed out.
2: That was a good surprised Kurtz. <laughs> it just
1: did. I've never seen a, a surprise John very often. He was like, what? <laughs> I, let's usually get that. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, poor Marquise Noel.
2: Oh, my so, God. Uh,
1: uh, speaking, of actually, of former Cats, uh, boy, it's not on ESPN2, I'm unfortunately. i right but now. It's on NBA TV right now, Keontae Johnson. And the Thunder, he starts,
0: actually, for the first time today. They're at halftime, down six. I'm looking for the box.
1: Keontae Johnson and the Thunder taking on the Washington Wizards. The team I thought if there's going to be anybody that drafted Marquise Noel, it would be the Washington Wizards, and they decided not to with all their draft picks. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, Marquise, after his first game, he hasn't been as solid. He's been good. I mean, he's been a spark for sure at times. And, man, he's a, has he not slowed down on his – beautiful passes. Yeah. The other day he had a pass and it was another behind the back pass, which we've seen him do handful of times this past year, but this was more like threading the needle behind the back pass and the angle. Like, okay. So like you're running down the floor and straight ahead of you is 12 o'clock. So he goes around the right, passes. The ball goes to, like, his 10-30. Yeah, it's crazy. So, like, almost right in front of him. I'm like, that is – and it threads the needle between two defenders. I'm like, that might be the best pass I've ever seen him make. Yeah, that was awesome. It was perfect. Yeah, It's just his shooting hasn't really stayed consistent after that first game. For Marquise, I mean – um, I mean, he's still averaging like, – I'm not used to these numbers here. They're kind of all over the place as I'm looking at these box scores, He's still averaging about 11 points a game. That's not bad at all, but just shooting, just not shooting well. He's 27% from the field, and he wanted that obviously to be better. I remember that, watching that second or third game. He was missing a lot of floaters, mm. but, but he's still playing good defense. The assist, he's averaging five a game. Got a key update?
0: Yeah, five points, three rebounds, two of seven shooting in 12 minutes, and here's the bugaboo. Four fouls at halftime. Ooh,
1: Wow. Well, unfortunately, K State did run into a couple of uh, issues last year with Keontae getting to uh, early foul trouble. The last one, of course,
0: was against Florida Atlantic. I mean, you get one more than what you uh, sure. had in the in the college level. You get six, but I'm a bit surprised that they allowed him to play to halftime with four. Well, yeah.
1: and well, Key is. I mean, he's earned more time. He's done so oh, far sure. quite well. I. I, I I, I think it's kind of the opposite of Keese where he, he didn't have a great first game. He, that was his first one back after an hamstring issue. Then he comes back and he, he's off the bench for three games and I mean he's averaging almost fifteen points a mm-hmm. game off the bench and he's shooting nearly sixty five percent.
2: He's lighting it up. He's definitely lighting it up. And I, I I think that they're super happy with him and it's gotta be one of those things like let him get into deep waters and just see how he does and <laughs> four. Yes. <laughs>
0: I'm always intrigued by Summer League because you're looking at teams that have been put together on the fly. You really don't have practice time. You've got shoot-arounds. You don't have a lot of time to work out the kinks. And yet, you know, it, it really comes down to, you know, the stars are going to be who they are. The guys that have become consistent are going to be who they are. And the newcomers tend to struggle a little bit. Somewhere along the line, it becomes a roller coaster. And, I mean, let's face it, even Wembayama struggled that first night. What was it, 2 of 13 yeah. that first night? Came back and he had the monster second game. It, so it, it's, it's the, the guys that tend to be the most inconsistent are the guys that maybe feel a bit of pressure on them, but also are, you know, getting a feel for teammates as well as just the atmosphere surrounding it. it it's not an easy thing to do on the fly like this. No doubt.
1: Well, Marquise Noel, he is one of two people in the last couple of days that have just been roasted, unfortunately, oh, yeah. on social yeah. media for a bad shot. Marquise Noel first. So this was two days ago. And I didn't actually see this until earlier this afternoon. I was like, oh, Keith, oh, man, Ooh. this poor guy. Ooh. <laughs> but the thing is, he did something that we saw him do multiple times last year. And, yes, it is cocky, but he always made him. And that was when he shot a deep three or, like, maybe on the line three-pointer, and he felt so good about it, he turned around and starts running down to the end of the floor before the ball actually goes in. I don't remember him missing one of those. No. All last year. He yeah. made every single one. And then he tries to do it in a G League game, and it doesn't draw iron. It, it just, just nails off the backboard <laughs> and ricochets mm-hmm. into the opposite side of the floor. And, man, people got after him like, who does this guy think he is? He's Steph Curry. I'm like, listen, guys, give him a break.
2: Yeah.
1: Now he's 94% on those kind of shots. Uh-huh. Um, and then the other one that's also getting roasted for a bad shot is Donald Trump. For a guy that says he has a two-and-a-half handicap, he, he <gasps> got caught shanking um, a shot that was about 50 yards from the hole. Oh, no. And um, – Somebody just happened to catch it, yeah, and it was shank. But well, the thing is, though, he already has a reputation of cheating <laughs> when, when he golfs. I haven't heard many stories of him like shanking anything. Right? He just, you know, when the ball lies one place, all of a sudden it's in another one without taking a swing. <laughs> Plus, there was a professional golfer that outed him one time oh, no. a couple of mm-hmm. years ago. Actually, this is pre. I think this. is Well, no, it was a little. Uh, I think twenty twenty one because he was Jabroni, or he was up for Jabroni of the week. And uh, but he's it was still a, a gal that was a friend of his, and she says this guy cheats all the time. <laughs>
2: yeah. It just outed him.
1: And I was like, man, which which situation here is worse? I I feel worse, of course, for for Marquise Noel oh, yeah. uh, because it was just unfortunately it turned out to be an ugly shot, but he never misses him. and he he also hasn't probably had any criticism about it other than maybe too many turnovers in the last year.
2: Yeah, and, and NBA Twitter can be rough, dude. NBA Twitter, they go for the the jugular. And I, I thought it was I thought it was Wednesday that it happened. Was it Thursday? Yeah, it was. It, it, was we, it was it was Wednesday. It was yeah. right when we were we looked up and saw they were playing and we we're like, oh Marquise, I bet he's doing awesome And it must have been right before we saw it. Because it was very early in the game. And uh I just, golly, I feel so bad for him. (laughs) Heat check. Heat check in the first quarter. Like, come on, Marquise. Well, I
1: think for Marquise, he's just not shooting the three too well uh, right now in the summer league. Poor guy. And I don't know if they play today. But, uh, yeah, Marquise is just shooting 28% from three-point range. Uh, So far in the summer league, he's four of 14. I I figured he would have maybe shot a few more than that uh, because I think he's played. Oh, that's just three. Okay, that's that's just the Vegas games. Um or no I'm sorry. I guess Toronto's only played in Vegas cuz I Correct. think Correct they did not play I, any anything the, early. Yeah, the Thunder went to Salt Lake City. Correct. There we go. Mm-hmm. So Marquise has only been a you know they've only played 3 games as a team. Their fourth is um, obviously going to be coming up here very soon. We have uh speaking of very soon we got Who Wants to Be a Millionaire coming up at uh, the top of the hour David G going to be stepping into the hot seat. 15 questions. Can he answer them all for a crisp $100 bill? Ooh. We'll find out in the 5 o'clock hour. When we come back, your number one song of the day after these words. All right, we're going to finish up the hour with, you know, we haven't really touched a whole lot on the Pat Fitzgerald, uh, you know, being fired from Northwestern, the hazing allegations, and the student newspaper at Northwestern really blowing that thing open after it was originally just like a two-game suspension for Pat Fitzgerald. He's done. And of, of course, you know, racist issues have been brought up in that as well. That's still like. Like people questioning Northwestern, do they really have all the facts? Are they just going off this report from the Northwestern, you know, student newspaper or what? I mean, there's a lot of question marks. Like it's kind of like a mixed reaction. Was this the right thing to do? Did we have the information? But outside of that, they hired an interim, but there was a rumor that Ed Orgeron Her. was interested in the job. No way. Well, he, he 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 brushed that off yesterday or today. But I'm like, listen, when it comes to Power 5 football, maybe there might be nobody more irrelevant than Northwestern. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they've been irrelevant for a long time. It doesn't matter if Pat Fitzgerald is your coach. Yeah. If you hire on Ed Orgeron – you're talking about people paying attention uh-huh. and really shaking up the mold of Northwestern football, which it's cracking anyway. It's been cracking for years. Northwestern's too snooty for that anyway. Nah, but it's can't. like it's like hosting a cocktail party, complete misfit, and your your deadbeat relative rolls in wearing a Rolling Stones T-shirt uh-uh. and cut-up jeans.
0: Cousin Eddie.
2: Hey! Cousin Eddie. That's That would be literally Cousin Eddie. And that the thing way. is, you
1: just can't tell what he's saying. <laughs>
2: Nobody would understand <laughs> its it
1: they
2: Aren't they like a journalism school, though? You can figure that out. Yes.
1: <laughs> All right, coming up next, who wants to be a millionaire? Yeah! DG in the hot seat. Also up next, your local news.